From Wyoming Public Media, this is Human Nature, real stories where humans and our habitat meet. I'm Erin Jones. This time, we'll hear about a man who was struggling for perspective until he got some unexpected help from the night sky. It was just kind of this, you know, this boxing match, this like one, two, three, like lights out, like all of a sudden my world and horizon dramatically shifted. Juan Martinez grew up in South Central L.A. in the early 90s. When I stepped outside of the door, I didn't see teachers or lawyers thriving and and succeeding. Uh, If anything, I saw them struggling as much as we did. The people that were making it were the people that weren't doing good things for our community. And that was gang members. And it wasn't always that they weren't doing good things. It was also that they just didn't have a choice. And many of them were my friends that grew up into that life and family members that took that on. And it wasn't always easy. In high school, Juan started getting into trouble. I wasn't doing the right things in school. I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. So I ended up in detention because um, a series of things, one of them including uh, smoking pot inside of a classroom and uh, in detention, they gave me an ultimatum that said, either you stay in detention and you know how this looks like for the rest of the year, or you go to this thing called Eco Club. And Eco Club to me just sounded really corny and I wanted nothing to do with it. But I was growing tired of running into walls, running into the same crowds, being told that I had nothing to contribute. And here comes this ultimatum and they say, either you go to this thing or or you know what the rest of it looks like. And so I decided to take a chance and go to this project. And the first thing that happened when I showed up to Eco Club was Ms. Glenda Pepin gave me a box of seeds and said, pick a pack. And that to me took me back immediately to my parents and what they did for us in growing a garden in South Central LA that they cultivated beans and nopales and chamomile tea for when we got sick and just this beautiful bounty of earth and what it provided for us. Many of those seeds were seeds that they brought over from Mexico. And so part of it was that they were bestowing their culture onto me, but, but I didn't know it at the time. And so when I was given that opportunity to pick a pack of seeds and plant it in in a garden, I took it as the one chance to do something right for my family because I felt like such a up at that time that I just wanted to do one thing right. That was these little jalapenos that I wanted to grow in that garden. And so I dedicated my heart and soul to learning how to grow the best jalapenos around. I learned about irrigation systems, the photosynthesis process, things that all of a sudden were making sense. And then I realized that they had actually tricked me because then I started to open up books and read about science and do all these things that I never thought I would. I just became enamored with the program. And through that program, I I got opportunities to apply for a scholarship to the Teton Science Schools. And the fact that Ms. Pepin would put a piece of paper in front of me and say, this is an opportunity that I believe you can take on and do something with, that was powerful in and of itself because I rarely had a teacher or someone presented an opportunity to me that they believed in. And so I, I decided to, to apply for that scholarship. It was a two-week program 
with uh, two high schools, the Crenshaw and Dorsey High School. And the idea was that there was a lot of tension around gang uh, and the recent L.A. riots in communities that this was a way to, one, uh, increase community cohesion and, and, and relationships and also bring together a, a science focus to young leaders with, a, with an experience. And so we got on a plane. I didn't know anything about Wyoming. I didn't know, I didn't even know that there was a state named Wyoming. I just knew L.A., South Central, Dorsey High School, my mom and my dad and my family. And that was, that was all that I, that I knew. And so the fact that there was this place out there named Wyoming, Jackson Hole, and Teton Science Schools um, was pretty alien to me. It didn't seem like reality. And then just, I think, being in a place where I never felt like a minority in L.A., but when I went to Wyoming, I was very aware that we were the group of kids of color from L.A. in the middle of a, of a space where, you know, there, there was a predominantly white community. And so I felt that, too. It's hard not to experience that. The bus broke down two times before we actually got to Jackson. And the moment I stepped outside of that bus, the first thing that I saw was stars. And I saw more stars than I could count for the first time in my life at the age of 15. day, woke up, and stepping outside of that, I see the Grand Tetons, and it was just kind of this, you know, this boxing match, this like one, two, three, like lights out, like all of a sudden my world and horizon dramatically shifted and opened up into this amazing place in the middle of Wyoming, in the middle of the universe. And I felt so invigorated, so passionate about what I was experiencing from a free flowing river to songbirds to learning about plate tectonics to doing wildflower counts and all these things that I just finally, it made sense. I felt like the universe made sense. I made sense. My place in this world made sense. I thought about how much of that I was going through in LA feeling lost, that I decided in that moment then and there that there was enough heart in my soul in LA and enough heart in my soul in the middle of these mountains that I was gonna dedicate the rest of my life to figuring out the in-between of those two dots and why and how I can empower others to get to a space where they can feel like they matter in this world. I consider myself lucky that, that I've been able to find that through stars. 
and being able to share it with others, to see others experience their first Milky Way, their first shooting star, to be able to show them the Big Dipper and things like that, uh, and talk about constellations. I think that's probably beyond the selfish motivation to see stars. The moment I can show somebody the stars in the Milky Way for the first time and they get that look in their eyes, I think that's, that's another one right there. Do you still garden? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I still grow uh, my jalapenos every season. That's kind of my grounding. If I can do with good with jalapenos, like I'm happy for, for that season. Our storyteller was Juan Martinez. Now he works for the Aspen Institute, where he helps youth use place-based education to address systems of inequity. We have a link to his TED Talk at our website, humannaturepodcast.org. I'm Erin Jones. This episode was produced by Alex Schaefer and edited by me, Megan Fury, Charles Fournier, Miranda Perry, Greg Ronco, and Anna Rader, as well as Micah Schweitzer. A special thanks to WUIS Springfield for helping us record this episode. The theme music is by Caught a Ghost. Human Nature is a production of Wyoming Public Media. It's human nature.